welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. We are, what, three days away from the Southern Carpet Fest? Uh, should be... Uh, should be an awesome time if uh I do say so myself. Um and uh can't wait to get down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Owen, what is the yes. Southern Carpet Fest for people who may not know or it's the first time listening to this show? It's at a barbecue of the manor of Masters uh Bill Steagle. Um and we usually <laughs> lounge about his pool and play the game of champions known as Cornhole. And we drink and play this game of champions. Um, And uh, there will be, tends to be the machine of margarita that dispenses lovely drinks that if you imbibe too many, you will fall down. So it is a fun time. There's also a lot of cooking involved um, and, and a random husky that just stares at you from the bushes is what I can remember. <laughs> so it's like, it's a fun time. So Southern Carpet Fest is like every other Carpet Fest. And all it pretty much is, is it is a backyard party. Some of them aren't even in backyards, but it is like a barbecue that you would have for some of your closest friends. And everybody comes, hangs out, and has a blast. But these closest friends of yours are reptile breeders that can be from all over the country, some of which you've had numerous conversations and interactions with, but have never met face-to-face. That's the whole point of this. Put names to screen names, faces to screen names, and coming together and trying to make the community, our little corner, little niche of the community, just a little bit stronger. So... Southern Carpet Fest is just that Carpet Fest in Texas. And uh, like I said, Bill Stiegel has graciously offered the use of his house again. Um, and we're going to enjoy the hell out of it. You know, Bill has a pool. Bill has, uh, like I said, Cornhole, which is the uh, the official game of Carpet Fest. I will say that now. So um, it's uh, it, great food that they had. They bring in the barbecue guys and I, I don't even remember eating so much food, and then I ended up like passing out, waking up, and eating more food. I think then we like finish it off at like two in the morning with queso and pretzels, and just don't even know what the hell we were thinking. But it was a, it's a great, great time, and yeah. there are five carpet fests. So if you can make it to any of them, please go. I promise you will not regret it. Yes. It'll be like the best reptile show that you've ever been to without the reptile vending. Yes, <laughs> that and, makes and, sense. That's, and that's the fun part is every whoever hosts the Carpet Fest is willing to open up their collection for people to, you know, poke around, check stuff out they wouldn't normally see, handle animals they wouldn't normally handle. I mean, we had the one Carpet Fest up here and the rough scale made his rounds and then everybody went home and bought rough scales. You know, it's, <laughs> like if you ever had a chance to promote IJs, this is your this chance, is Eric. You have to get it this like yeah. Shot. Everybody has to leave Carpet Fest and buy IJs, or you fail. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, I got my own little IJ army uh, of uh, people that are out there uh, putting together collections of IJs. We're we're in the shadows, but pretty soon we'll be out in the open. But uh, now you're right, man. It will be uh, it will be a good time. This is the uh, the first time that uh, for for us. Uh, that we're going to be joined by our fellow Philadelphians, uh, Matt Minitola and um, uh, his wife Kim. Uh, they'll be coming down with Kim, us. Kim takes Kim takes such good care of all three of us to make sure that we aren't just like running around like chickens with our heads cut off. Like <laughs> at Tinley, yeah, we're like you, you, me, and Matt. She we're like we're selling things, and, she, and she's like, "You guys want food?" We're like, "Oh yes, food is nice." And so it's like you know, I, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, we have starved without Kim. Yeah, probably. So it's yeah. like, it's the way it goes. I know. We're telling Matt, you got to bring her every time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be dying in the corner, waiting at the bar. Yeah. Well, we could wait at that one place for four hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. But uh, yeah, they're going to so. be coming down. That's awesome. Um, and I know. Uh, we all upgraded to the cushy seats of Spirit Airways. Well, it's funny. You know, last year when I was fat as shit, <laughs> I couldn't fit in the goddamn seat. <laughs> you know? And right. uh, so it was like uh, very uncomfortable. And um, I just, I, I don't like being cramped like that. And, uh, I, the, you know, that it came up on this thing and I'm like, ah, oh, screw it, man. Live a little, you know? What the hell? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Should be a blast. Um, who else is going to, you know, a whole Chris bunch of Lemmy is going to be there too. Yeah. He's coming down. I think he lit, he arrives 15 minutes after we do in, uh, in Phil, in, uh, Texas. So <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> so, um, that's just straight for Bill. No, we do not. <laughs> so, um, Bill's messaging us, and I'm going to leave him over there in the corner. But oh, um, come on, Owen, we got to talk about spooning. No, on, we don't got to talk. On. No, we don't talk. About, <laughs> we don't got to talk about anything. We, we both have cush- our. What? We get the cushy bed, right? We get the cushy, cushy bed. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. You can be. Although I'll, now- I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you be big spoon. So. Okay. Now, uh, now that uh, now that um, uh, you're gonna be sleeping with me, uh, that mm. means that there's a target on my head because there's always right. a target on your head. <laughs> they they may overshoot me and get you, and that's uh, I'm all right with that. It's like a but human see, shield, they won't come for me because they're worried that they might get Eric. So you know. Yeah, but but the funny I'm okay thing with is, that. it's like I'll just laugh. You'll get all pissed. <laughs> He'll like punch True. balls and shit. You are valid. That <laughs> is a valid point. <laughs> Hashtag Sharpie. Sharpie. Yep. <laughs> that is an extremely valid point. Yeah. So uh, they can't do too much to me because, you know, I may have certain interviews that I need to look professional at. So hopefully they'll understand that. Yes. Um, but oh. it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's. Uh... Bill's always an awesome host. Um, those guys down there and gals are just, you know, Bill's wife. She takes care of us too. Um, Dear God, it's like yeah, she, she's she, she's, she's awesome. She swoops in, like you you finish your beer, 
and you put it down, and it's gone. And then yeah. a full one is replaced, and you're like, what? So it's <laughs> like she's – and you don't even see her coming, too. It's amazing. So yeah. – uh, Stealth <laughs> operation they got running down. I know. Eagle um, Mansion. <laughs> the Steagle Manor definitely knows how to treat guests. So yes, um, yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know I'm looking forward to meeting a bunch of people that I haven't meet, uh, met in uh, mm-hmm. yet, and uh, that'll be awesome. So uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. I know Ian uh, Bissell, he's down there already. I saw him posting up that he went to check out uh, Evans Browders. Uh, snakes the other day which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um you know uh a lot of the uh the, the other guys that are down I'm looking forward to meeting ryan uh, that'll be pretty awesome of course yeah. you know um oh okay jeff frederick is already there he's down there all right there you go uh it's pretty awesome um which, by the way, did, speaking of which, hold the phone. Yeah. Did you see what he did for? I guess that's for Bill, with the contro what? head and the wood. What? The card in the wood. Yeah. Holy shit! Ridiculousness. Man, mm. that guy is talented, dude. Why Holy he? Shit. That's why he designs the t-shirts. So yeah. it's. <laughs> that was pretty pretty awesome. I really yeah. dig that whole wood thing that he does. I'm gonna have to get him to. Uh, Oh, that's for U.S. Oh, Ark? sweet. It's in the U.S. Ark auction. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Very cool. Uh, well, I guess you know what we're bidding on. I, I also put you in the U.S. Ark auction again. Yeah, I caught that little uh, little <laughs> thing that you did. I, I didn't comment on it, but I caught, caught it. See, uh, you're learning because, you know, if you comment on it, all you've done now is just make me happier. So you just leave it alone, and it depresses me. So it's like, you know. Yes. Like I want you to comment. <laughs> yeah, I like now nah, we gotta leave that one alone. <laughs> nope, not gonna on. do it. Yep, jerk. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean that's on the agenda for this uh, uh, reptile weekend. Uh, but uh, what about last weekend for you? I know you went to some reptile shows and you had some I headaches mean, and situations. Yeah. So. <laughs> How did <laughs> it go? It sucked. But I mean, uh, it was it was a basic. It was a basic show. We had Hamburg was Saturday, and uh, White Plains was Sunday. So, uh, sat at Hamburg. Uh, it was a weird show. I got a weird vibe. There were a few people that came by, talked at the table, but there weren't too many new faces. There weren't that many people that. Uh, what was it? I, I guess I got spoiled by uh, the previous Hamburg. Okay. Is because I actually met. A bunch of people I hadn't seen in a while. People were hanging out at the table. I was in front of the table talking for a bit. Some animals were moving. I had met a whole bunch of people who had listened to the show and just wanted to come up and talk about it. And then this show, nothing. Like people were flying around. People were coming up to the table and then peacing out. Then they made the final announcement that the the last shuttle from the show to the parking lot, where they have overflow parking, was going to be leaving at one o'clock. So like half the show exited at one o'clock and I'm like, well, there's still more show going on. So it was a very weird day. So it, it was, it was a weird kind of a Hamburg. Um, I did move some animals. Uh, you had brought some animals or had me bring some animals and Amanda had some animals and Matt had some sales behind me. So it was an okay show financially. It was just a weird show from a vibe of, 
like nobody wanted to sit and talk or have any kind of questions or interests. So um, I don't know. It was weird. And then what seems? Pins, go oh, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say it seems like Hamburg has become the show where everybody goes to get their feeders, say mm-hmm. hello to a couple people, and then they roll. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. Like, let me put it this way: when we're done Tinley Park. My throat hurts because I've been talking for three days straight to people, and right. you know, we, and and we have the atmosphere of uh, like, dude, I there have been I didn't sell anything the last Tinley except like until like the last hour on the last day, and I didn't mind. I didn't freaking care because I was having fun setting up and I was having fun going out with all my friends and doing all my thing. It was really cool. When it comes to places like Hamburg, it's like it's it, it it's a good show. I make money every once in a while, and I can and I know everybody there. And it was cool catching up with like Jamie, Eric Kohler, Jason Balin, Howard Redding, you know, hanging out with Amanda and Matt all day, you know. But it's like at the end of the show, if I'm not talking to somebody new, I just feel almost kind of drained a little bit. Like if I could get one new person come over, introduce themselves, talk about carpets talk about this that and the other thing it's a good show but you know and i'm not saying i don't i don't like seeing the same customers and same people you know it's just like sometimes hamburg can some feel somewhat repetitive so um that was hamburg and uh there were a few animals that i had at hamburg that uh it was actually a pair of tigers that someone was interested in in new york and they didn't want to put, put, they couldn't put a down payment on the tires. So it was the, hey, if they don't sell by the end of Hamburg, I will drive them up the White Plains for you. And I so didn't want to go White Plains. <laughs> like, oh, wow. I, I didn't want to go. But That's why you went? <laughs> yes. So these Holy tigers shit. didn't sell. So I'm like, all right. I told the guy I would let him know. So I contacted him. Of course, the dude is over the moon and he's all excited. I'm like, all right, that makes me feel a little bit better. So I drive all the way up to White Plains where I just crash at my curtains table the entire time talking with him and yucking it up and doing all that fun stuff. Guy comes, picks up his tigers. I do a quick and then I'm out, leave, go home, home by noon, pass out on the couch. <laughs> so it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> so it was a weird, it, it was a weird reptile weekend for me this past weekend. It just seemed rushed and barely any kind of enjoyment out of it. It kind of seems like I was going through a lot of motions and doing a lot of stuff that would be you that wouldn't be enjoyable. Like you don't go. It'd be like if I went to the to the zoo, walked in, went to the snack bar, and left. It's like, well, you went to the zoo, but did you really enjoy it? And like, why'd you go? It's like that's kind of how it felt for me. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I'm actually, um, I can't do the June Hamburg because I have uh, my cousin is getting married that day. So I cannot do that one. And then I've given myself the August Hamburg off because if anybody has ever been to, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) If anybody's ever been to Hamburg in August, they don't need to ask why I'm doing it. Um, Does it suck? It was disgusting last year. So I'm going to go to August Hamburg to get supplies and stuff and walk around, but I will not be vending. 
And I believe Andrew is going to have the table in June. I'm not sure what he's going to be bringing, uh, but that's just where it is. This way we can keep our slot. But basically, the next show I have to do okay, is October Tinley. Me too. There we go. <laughs> Holy crap. And I kind of like the idea because now it's like, hey, babies are going to start hatching soon. Mm-hmm. And I still got the babies from this year. And now mm-hmm. they have nothing to do but eat and grow until October. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a lot easier to sell those babies this year than it was last year for probably for both of us, you know. It would be nice. Yeah. So, um and I'm and I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I got a few things I got to shift around. I'm totally redoing the room in certain areas, so it's a lot of stuff I kind of want to focus on. So it's like Taking a step back from the shows is nice, but it means I'm probably going to have to sell a little bit more online, yada, yada, yada. So it's cool, but it's not at the same time. So I'm also interested in getting some of the babies out of the various clutches that I got. Um, We did finally come to a consensus about how I'm going to um, take credit for Jason Balin breeding my IJs is I'm (laughs) going to have a T-shirt made. And it's okay. going to say, my name is Owen, and I bred IJs. And then in very small text underneath it, it says, Jason Balin actually did it. So <laughs> this way, when Matt breeds my blood python, it can be like, and I bred blood. And then in really small print, it'd be like, and Matt Minitola did it. So it's like some of that. So I'll just keep taking credit for other people's work. So, Gotcha. Yeah. So I think uh, Bill's going to call in in a second. Uh-oh, um, I should have said some of the things I said. So, um, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I just was making fun of the Bill Manor and, you know, Cornhole. Uh, so, no. you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were making fun of it? I, I, yeah. I was making fun of it. I was just kind of. Uh, I uh, thought it was. I was making nice. light of it. I was giving it brevity. So, you know, that was taking an artistic license. The so. Phone number. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to click him on in a minute. But so f- what we're going to just talk about in this show, uh, besides the Southern Carpet Fest, is um, basically the season. Uh, what's caught your eye? Um, you know, I saw a post the other day. Somebody posted up about hard belly and snakes. I was just going to see if maybe you've ever had experience with that. And I got something to talk about as far as uh, changing your mind and direction when it comes to a a large collection. So, you know, I'm sort of at this crossroads where I have so many animals and not enough time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I got to start trimming the fat. I keep talking about it. People are probably sick and tired of me hearing about it, but I actually started putting together a list of adult animals that are going to have to go. Um, and, uh, I don't know. We'll just talk about that a little bit, but, um, you know, picking and choosing your projects and all that kind of stuff. But let's get Bill on and let's 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 hype up some uh, Southern Carpet Fest here. Bill, welcome to NPR. How you doing, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. What's up, guys? Nothing uh, much. We're prepping. I already started packing. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring much last time. Uh, oh, and I, I can't imagine what you'd have to pack. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some. I don't know, some Motrin, some Pepto-Bismol, yeah, you know. something like that, you know, the, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the bachelor you know. suitcase. 
<laughs> well, there's that. So, uh, so man, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, last year was fantastic. I'm fully convinced this year is going to be better. Really? On well, I can't guarantee the weather is going to be better because the weather last year was perfect. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But I think we're going to have, we're going to have, I think we're going to have more people here this year. And I think we're going to have more of kind of the people that you were talking about, people that are not local. <clears throat> We've got people coming, you know, from all over the all over the country here, really. And yeah. so it's going to be really, really cool to meet, you know, for even you guys and me. Um, you know, you've been to Carpet Fest, and and I have too, and I've traveled, but we're going to get to meet some folks that um, that we've never met before. That's yeah, awesome. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, for sure. I just got finished talking with Sean Christian. I told him you guys insisted that he comes, so he's going to yes. come. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That, yeah, that was going to happen. Yeah. Got to have the yep. carpet yep. guy there. I mean, come on. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, we can barely even call it Carpet Fest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's almost Ball Fest or Contro Fest or. I, I know. I know. Uh, or Blood Fest. Blood Fest uh, now. Freaking what's that? Matt Hybrid King Fest. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's yeah. just uh, it's morphed into something much much greater than it was certainly when we hosted it the first time three years ago. Yeah, but that was so. a hell of a time too, Bill. I mean, it was. You know. <laughs> it was. Every that time. was uh, that was smaller, um, but a little more just I don't know. I guess intimate or crazy or late night or whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna have all of that this year. We're gonna have nice. a big scale, little scale. So. I uh, I wanted to call in, not because, of course, you guys invited me to call in. I had to invite myself, but <laughs> I felt <laughs> I felt cheated for missing the uh, con- the uh, Chondro Nutrition Roundtable a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. It, yeah. uh, it I listened. Uh, well, I, I I listened to the second half of it. I never got a chance to get on to the first half, but uh, okay. I thought it was ironic. Uh, it, at the time of the nutrition roundtable, I was taking care of a a southern bell down here that weighed in at about four hundred pounds. Oh uh, that, my that's, God! That's the, reason, that's the reason I couldn't couldn't get on the show. I, I was I saw your picture today, Owen, and I, or Eric, and I was saying, man, she needed to go on the Eric. Uh, Burke's sugar diet. <laughs> it was too yeah. late. Too late for no both kids. Of us. Oh shit. She, oh wow. Uh, well. she, she. Yeah. Huh. But uh, <laughs> sorry. Got no sorry. Bad, bad thing. In medical terms, she had what we call down here a bad case of biscuit poisoning. I mean, that she is just, not a medical term. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it can't be. It is the South. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Yeah, I'm just the South. I got it. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You're suffering from a, a acute uh, biscuit poisoning. Biscuit poisoning. <laughs> Please put the, put the Pillsbury down and walk away from the oven. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I mean, I'm getting things ready down here. Um, okay. Waxing the got, cornhole board, you know, getting it all got, nice got, and buffed up. Yep, that's going to be all ready for you. The uh, margarita machine's coming Thursday. Uh, oh, better, God. You better uh, leave oh. those ball pythons for cleaning because, you know, I'm, I'm itching <laughs> no, to get, no, a, no, just get a bit. No, they're just going to bite you. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to get bit, you know. It's just going to hurt all Eric. The animals, 
Yeah, of all the animals yeah. I have, you know, uh, the the carpondros, the chondros, the rough scales, every you know, the the, the borneos, you get bit by ball pythons. Yep, yep. it's hilarious. <laughs> ball but the you you, Bill, speaking of your crazy projects and your antics, you got a killer clutch today. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was awesome. You know, it took that. I produced that ocelot zebra jag. It took him four years to decide that he wanted to impregnate a oh, snake. What an ass. <laughs> <God>. Wow, dude. <laughs> Why, dude? <laughs> Just do what you're so, supposed to do. <laughs> he picked he a good be, one. He picked that. Hmm? Was that a diamond? Was that a full yeah. diamond? Or oh, yeah. okay. Not not, mm. not full diamond. She's oh, uh, John Morgan producer. Yeah, like eighty eighty three percent. It was a uh, seventy five to eighty eight percent. Uh, pairing okay. with John Mark, and uh, so I got that. I got that girl as a baby and raised her up, and um, yeah, she did her part. That's for sure. Because this is the first yeah. to breed her. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he finally he finally got on board. I, I was going to start nickname nicknaming that snake Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Bill, Jesus! <laughs> Unproven. Unproven. Oh. <laughs> Unproven. Yeah. Finally man, came hey, brutal. <laughs> if Eugene says that, man, then it must be true. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I, I can't argue with Eugene Bissett. No, he's possible. got a lot of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can, I know one other thing that I needed to do for you guys before you came in. Um, I need to mm. change sheets on that guest bed. <laughs> you know why? You know who the last no. person to in that room was? Was it Howard Redding? Because you should burn the sheets. It was Howard Redding. Burn oh, God. Burn the sheets. <laughs> Howard and Flamingo? Oh, shit. I'm sorry, oh, to I'm, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but yes, uh, I, uh, I will change sheets if I uh, think about please. it, if I get around to it. Uh, Owen, oh, we might have to bring a set of sheets down there. Because, uh, <laughs> bring our own plastic <laughs> Yeah. We'll sleep, sleep on, on the trash tarp. bags. <laughs> we'll just throw it over the bed. What are yeah. you doing? No, we can't Nothing. sleep on this bed. Going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going yeah. to douse that thing with flea powder. Yeah. There you go. Mr. Redding and Flamingo, or whatever the heck that thing's name was, is... Uh... Mingo. <laughs> oh, Mingo. Mingo, yeah. yeah the plastic. Sleeping there. You replaced Carl with Mingo. Yeah. yeah. You know, initially, Mingo was supposed to be shipped down here by Mr. <laughs> Redding, but he had some other engagement. He shipped him someplace else. I was like, what the hell? Mingo was supposed to come come to Carpet Fest and surprise everybody. Well, first of all, Howard was supposed to come and surprise everybody, and then he backed Mm -hmm, out and said, but I'm going to send Mingo. Okay, send Mingo, send Mingo. And then Mingo backed out. Uh, What the hell? That's Mickey Mouse. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Those Maryland guys, man, you can't, you know what I mean? They're just shaky. That state is just a shaky state. (laughs) (laughs) I love Rip well, Howard. But uh, Bill, have you found all of Howard's business cards that he has procured in your house? Well, he swears that he only left the one. That's and a lie. I, well, <laughs> I don't know. I I could I could only find one, and it took me, you know, two months <laughs> to find it. So. Wow. <laughs> I tell you what, when you got here, we'll go on a little treasure hunt and see if we can find nice. some more. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> we'll get all <laughs> Owen will be all busy searching around. Meanwhile, me and uh, Bill will be smoking cigars by the pool. <laughs> yep, damn right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm limiting myself to one cigar, all right? Because that's what keep DB going, Owen. Year. Keep going. It's there somewhere. Owen. It's there somewhere. <laughs> Owen, I've got a special cigar for you. It's like two inches long and about as thick around as my pinky. It's the Owen cigar. It's going to be perfect. You're not going to have to worry about what happened last year. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. It's <laughs> so, yeah, right up my, your alley, dude. You might want to get him one of those little filters that they used in like yeah. the 40s and shit. You know what I mean? That oh, my cigar. God. Why are you yeah. helping him? <laughs> he doesn't need the help. Uh, hey, you know you know what we need to do before I forget? Last year, we did not get a group picture like we did the first year. You know, yes. back, in, back in the backyard with everybody out there? Yeah, yeah, we we, we kind of did, but that was like at like two a.m. when there was yeah, a like a handful of people left. Yeah, yeah, that didn't count. No, okay. we got to get it before it gets dark out out in the backyard because that was cool. Have that big yeah. that big picture. So this is the third one, right? The third, third. Yes, third third one. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Good. 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 What's the running? What's the longest running? Is it northeast or northwest? Northeast. Oh, northeast by northeast. far. We started yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. So, How many years? Uh, 2012 was the first year. It was right okay. when we started the show. Uh, so about five years. So this is five. the fifth. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then north, the northwest would probably be on its fourth year fourth. now, right? Yeah. 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 So they're a year behind us, and then southern's a year behind them. So. And south, southeastern. Uh, the southeastern, I believe, is right after you guys, but I also think, yeah, I think they so. came in around the same time as the southwest. So I almost feel like they're tied at like two, yeah, a piece. So yeah, Who, where's the I southwest want more. one? Where's the southwest? Uh, California. Phoenix? Thank you. Oh, it's California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in. Uh, yeah, I think it's in California. Were they the ones that did it at prehistoric pet? Yes. Uh, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I want Travis more though. Johnson like I want. I want a few more. Like I want some in the you know the Midwest. You like, have to have a Midwest in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tinley kind of counts. Tinley, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody, it's yeah. in the Midwest, and that's where we all kind of converge in October. So yeah, you true. know, that's kind of one in my opinion. But you know, I, I still want more. So if you have a group and you guys kind of want to throw together some kind of a party and call it a carpet fest, go ahead. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> a little unofficial ones. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's my, uh, it's my excuse to travel the country. It's like, well, I have to mm-hmm. go, honey. You know, I mean, I have to go. I'm I do this podcast. And they're relying yeah, yeah. on me to be there. I have to go. Yeah, you it's, know? This is your deal. You know, <laughs> part of the job. I, I just say then I just say I'm forced to, if I don't go to Texas, Eric will kick me off the show. So I have to go. Um, Jim has not bought that yet, so uh, I'll let you know when he finally succumbs to that one. So yeah, but you're you're back to back. I mean, you're going to make two out of the three. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good to go. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to depart. Let you okay. Guys All right, Bill. <laughs> we will see you in three days. That's, that's right. right. Three whole days. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest All of right. the show. Good luck. See you soon. All right, Bill. All right. <laughs> Bye, Bill. 
right. Cool. That's always well, fun. It is always fun. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, at some point, Evan Evan's going to call in too, but uh, he uh, I don't see him yet. But okay. Um, <laughs> Jim's yelling at the television upstairs. Is that <laughs> what I hear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pirates aren't doing too well. So it's, uh, <laughs> he's griping about it very loudly. So um <laughs> That's funny. Um, anyway, so moving along. Like, uh, moving along and shuffling on. It, it's like I've I've said it numerous times that uh, one of the favorite things that ever came out of this show uh has been Carpet Fest. I absolutely love it. I love what it kind of tries to build on. I love what it does for the auctions. I love what it does. It gets it gets everybody enjoying a snake show atmosphere without having to worry about selling stuff, their animals, all that other fun stuff. So it's I would love to go to more if I didn't have these pesky things like a job and a mortgage. Um, Damn it. I would totally go to all of them. I know. <laughs> it's just constantly ruining things. So, um, I would totally go to all of them. Um, it is my goal to make it to all of them at one point. Uh, so we will definitely have to look into that, but I, I can't say it enough. If you're on the fence about them, go, you will have a good time and you will make some connections with people and you will kind of feel a little bit more at home in the community and with the animals that we all wanted to get involved with. So uh, definitely yeah. go. So let's get Evan on here real quick. Uh, he's mm-hmm. uh, one, one of the gentlemen that uh, also helps run this uh, shindig. And uh, let's see what he's got, what's going on. Evan, what's up? What's going on, guys? Nah, not, not much. much. I'm so excited, man. I can't believe it's already here. <laughs> Well, you've been planning this for – you guys probably started planning, like, what, a week after the last one ended? I wouldn't say that soon, but, I mean, you know, pretty quickly, just because how big it was getting, like like Bill was saying, that first one, I think we had 40, 50 people there. And then mm-hmm. the last one, we had in between 80 and 100 people, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's getting bigger, and it's just like, you know – and it's just like you guys were talking, you know, just, just being around everybody, talking to everybody – and not to mention, I mean, it, we, we do it, what, Saturday, but mm-hmm. that Friday night, we got you know, so many people flying in, and we're all going to go out to eat, and it's almost like pre-Carpet Fest, I guess, you know, call it yep. Carpet Fest, but, oh, my gosh, it's just it's so much fun, and I've been telling people, even if you don't like snakes or if you it, – it's not just about carpets. It's about the passion for, you know, these legless wonders that we all love. Come, come you know, come talk to people, meet people. Check out Bill's kick-ass collection. You know, yeah. hang out. Yeah, you don't have to uh, worry about uh, how you're being uh, portrayed as you are on Facebook and all that kind of shit. And people reading shit wrong. You get to have a conversation with somebody face to face, like they did it in the olden days. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, uh, you know, you get to know people uh, a lot better, and you build relationships and stuff. And you know what? 
you know, the funny thing is, is that you don't even really have to talk snakes because I know I'm looking forward to talking to uh, Matt Morris about hunting. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that was one of the things that uh, I I posted a while back. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, we'll be talking about that, you know. So, yeah, it's just cool how you find that you have some things in common with other people. And, uh, you know, you never would know that just by looking at the picture of the snake that they posted up online. So, um, and that's how you build relationships and network. Yep, and putting people's faces, you know, to their names. Like some of these people we talk to on Facebook, you've known that you've known them for years through Facebook, but you've never met. And it's like, you know, the past year I've talked a lot with uh, Ian Bissell, and he flew in, and we went out to eat last night, and he came over and checked out my snakes and stuff. And great guy, you guys are meet him. And I mean, it's it's just so cool to meet people that you, you know, live in other states that you never met, but you feel like you've known them forever. It's just it's so crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. But uh, yeah, man, we're looking forward yeah, to getting down gonna, there. Was going to tell everybody to uh, make sure you get with Bill. To uh, if you want to go out to eat on Friday night, we are hitting Bone Daddy's, and uh, make sure you get with Bill to give him a head count so we can set up reservation or uh, so we can go in there and basically they know how many people are coming. Cause so what is going to be quite a what is Bone Daddy's, and should we be excited? Oh yes, I forgot you haven't been to Bone Daddy's. It's a it's a barbecue place. Howard all about it. Just tell him you want the motherfucking okra with the side of motherfucking okra. <laughs> you got to tell him just like that. <laughs> nice. All right then. <laughs> now it's, uh, like a, it's a barbecue place, but it's it's good, man. It's really good. The last time we went down there, Eric ordered uh, a water and. Um, he was stared at for a good like ten minutes from the waitress. Said, what did you want? So, <laughs> like water. Water. <laughs> so the running joke is we're gonna just talk in ha- highly extreme Philly accents the entire time and see how many uh, Southern people we can freak out. So just be aware with that. <laughs> I'm gonna it bring my jaw time. down. Just, <clears throat> just don't my pass jaw. That one. Was I? <laughs> Did we? Huh. What? I might have been. Yes. I don't know. I don't remember the name of the place. Just wandered in. Yeah, we went there last year. I was going to say that, but... Yeah, I was but... distracted by other things. I didn't see the sign on the door. <laughs> it's called so, alcohol? You know. It was called alcohol. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> alcohol Sorry, and the waitress. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, I'm going to get off of here and uh, I will definitely see you guys Friday and Saturday. And right. I don't know what's going on for Sunday. Uh, we have to fly back. So, yeah. um, our, our hungover asses are getting on airplanes. Well, not Matt and All Kim. Good. We're leaving them with you people. So, oh. wait, yeah, because they're not flying back till Monday. I don't. I guess whatever. But uh, yeah, it should be awesome, man. Looking forward to it. All right, guys. All right, man. See you this weekend. Have a good one. See you, man. Yeah, if you want any details on any of that, either uh, contact Bill or contact Evan, and they'll be able to tell you exactly where and what you got to do to get it. But uh, so let's get into some snake talk, man. How's how's the snake going? Where you at? Where you at? 
First clutch is due on the fifth. Okay. But judging by the denting and the uh-huh. condensation on the box, we ain't gonna make it to the fifth. Okay. They're gonna ha- they're gonna hatch before. So, huh. <laughs> now this is where we're at. It's like I'm leaving this weekend. I'm gonna be on an airplane. When would the best time be for eggs to hatch? Friday night. Exactly. So um, Andrew is going to come up here. Andrew's wife are going to come up here and check on the eggs uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, And it's funny because the last time I did this to him where I was flying and a clutch was getting ready to be due, it was around the same time. But remember, I went to Alaska. Right. That one trip. And my first clutch of super caramel Jags hatched and Andrew was the, he saw them pip. I didn't. So he came over and I'm like, they probably won't hatch. And I had just landed in Anchorage and he sent me a picture of all these little noses poking out of eggs. And I'm like, okay, well, it'll probably take them a couple of days to come out of the, and then just, they started coming out of the thing. So. Okay. All right. And then no. are you done, are your females done laying, or are you expecting any more clutches? I have one more female that is going to lay. Well, first of all, um, I have reached the pinnacle of my success and career, and Jason Balin has bred my grand chase for me. <laughs> so, nice. Good so job. he got those uh, over the weekend. He got 14 eggs from her. Um, he says the eggs are huge compared to other IJs. And it kind of got me thinking in the back of my head. It's like, oh, son of a bitch. I've only ever gone on everybody's word that she was 100% het. So I'm like, God, please be 100% het. So um, it would just be, just please, God, don't. So I'm hoping that some granites come out of the clutch. And so is Jason because he's never actually produced uh, granites before. So he kind of wants to see that. Um, okay. And then I have one last clutch of eggs that will be, uh, that might be coming. And that is uh, my super caramel, my pos super caramel to uh, my Xanax. So okay. we'll have caramel's head Xanax. Um and she looks huge. She's hugging the water bowl. She's sitting funny. She chased him out of the cage. Uh, they were locked up a few times, so I'm very hopeful. She just shed, so I have to wait for a little bit in order to see what happens, but I'm hopeful. Um, and I did end up picking up a male bread lie uh, over the weekend because uh, he was just way prettier than my boy. He's very bright. Um, and I tossed him in with my bread like girls, and I'm kind of hoping that the season isn't too late because my male has had no interest in breeding. So uh, maybe get a late brettle clutch. I kind of doubt I will, but we'll see. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would make how many total? I have three, three clutches, clutches right now. Okay. Possibly. And then I have I have I have three and a half because we're doing like the bailing clutches like a half because he and I got to split it. So, uh, 
So like three and a half clutches, and then possibly a fourth clutch. Gotcha. Or whatever the hell, another. Yeah, so it'd be four and a half clutches. Um, the I do have some colubrid eggs. I got a clutch out of my one cow king and a clutch out of my other cow king. Both of them are lavender albinos. One's banded, one's striped. Uh, and the pairs are banded and striped. And all the eggs but two from each clutch have gone, like, moldy and bad. So mm-hmm. two eggs from each clutch. So I might get, like, <laughs> two stripes and two bandits. I'll have four cow kings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the clutches started off at, like, 12 and 13, and now I'm down to, like, two. <laughs> it's, like, this is horrible. So uh, I just think I did not uh, treat the colubrids as I should have this year. And that was my own stupid, lazy fault. So that will be corrected. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> anything catch your eye as far as like uh, something you want to clutch or interested in? Mm. Uh, clutch I'm interested in like out of what people are doing out there. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm I'm sitting and I'm waiting because nothing has really caught my eye, but I also haven't been really poking around to see what everybody's doing. Um, obviously, uh, Nick is selling some stone washes and a few other things like that and bread lie, and that's kind of catching my eye. But what I would really, really like to see and what I would really, really like to kind of get my hands on to is a really good Exanic Tiger project. So, like, I almost want to see somebody who has taken the steps to make the Tiger's head Exanic. Um, Because it is something I would like to do, but I would like to see if kind of somebody has already kind of done a little bit of the legwork. So, uh, because I know how I would do it, but I want to see how other people would. Because I'm raising up right now a pair of tigers that kind of have the original tiger, kind of like that khaki white color. Um, and that's what I want for my Exanic project. Because I have a bunch of red tigers and I have a bunch of uh, golden, kind of like orange tigers. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would do well in the Exanic project. It's almost like I want to have them. It's almost like I, I would never use a red tiger in a caramel tiger project. Mm-hmm. I really want to use those colors in an Exanic project. I kind of want the Exanic to kind of come out more. I don't want to have to dilute yellow out of it or something stupid like that. So um, I would like to see how they would go there. Cause that, uh, that was probably one I would like to kind of do. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm excited to see more caramel Exanics pop up. Cause uh, I know we got the first couple rounds, but I want to see them get a little bit older. And I also want to see them morph get a little bit more refined. I would like to see how, if you start crossing like really, really, really good looking Exanics and really, really, really good looking Caramels, uh, the end result. Um, right. Right now, I keep getting tempted by all these red MBB Jags because I have the Russian Red Tigers. And I keep looking at the Russian red tiger 
and the MBB Jags that are out there. And I'm like, I could cross you two and make these horrible, horrible things of reddish caramely Jag goodness, or I'm sorry, reddish Tiger Jag goodness. And I wouldn't know what to do with myself. So I'm being good right now, but that is on the back of my head and like chipping away. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to be good and not rush out and get one of these female Jags and be like, and now the red project is complete. So I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. I've been, uh, you know, I've been toying back and forth on whether or not um, caramel, not caramel, blah, blah, blah. I think for me personally, I'm going to go the red direction. And when it comes to pure coastal stuff, and crosses i'm gonna go caramel i think there's just so much potential i see the animals some of that stuff that eric hernandez is putting up holy shit man when yeah. it comes to that red stuff i mean god damn you know and then of course there's bailing you know but uh my red animals are just top notch so i just i don't know. I know so i don't i don't know i've been thinking about it just because the red I see in the Russians is more of a bright red, like those Jags that I keep seeing, than any of the reds I've ever had. So, you know, I bought into the Red Tigers way early, and I never did really anything other than just reproduce them. Uh-huh. So, it's like having these Russian reds. I'm like, I would just breed you guys with each other to make more Russian Red Tigers. And I'm like, that's kind of a waste, you know, the pair would just breed with each other and make more. So, it's like, like do I want to kind of try to find this really nice red Jag female to go with this really nice red Russian male to make these insanely colored tiger Jags? Kind of. I mean, that's, that, that's kind of, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, first off, the back of my head, tiger Jags will always be the untouched thing that I could never get my hands on that one eventually when I was reproducing them, I was so excited. I mean, so to take a tiger jag to another level for me is always something I want to do. So, well, hopefully I'm going to have a tiger red tiger to jag clutch next year. So, yeah. Oh, Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Via Molly, that should be a pretty stellar pairing. But, you know, I I guess with me, that's kind of like the level that I want the pairings to be. And if Mm -hmm. the snakes don't aren't on that level, then they are going to get cut, you know, and uh, that's just kind of kind of where I'm at. But I don't know. Um yeah, I mean, nothing really stood out to me as crazy. Uh, you know, I was going to bring up Bill's clutch that he got, you know, with the uh, zebra yeah, jag. Yeah, Bill, so, yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, zebra jags. Um, and uh, it, it, That's insane. And, you know, if that thing was ugly as sin and brown, it would have bred at 18 months old. So, you know, because it's what it was, it's like four years, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it, uh, 
I, I think that was one that really stood out to me. Uh, you know, I was just flipping through on pick of the week and, uh, you know, there's some cool stuff, but, um, you know, I don't know. I don't think there's necessarily anything this year that I'm going to be wanting carpet wise. Uh, uh, are you going to kind of drift off into the other non carpet species? Cause I mean, dude, my list, there's a few carpets on there, but they're not even really on there. It's like inlands. Yay. Um, uh, the, uh, I mean, the, 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 there are a few coastal projects on there, but like, I don't really want anything in the jungles. I definitely don't want anybody in the IJ thing, maybe exotic IJs, but eh, maybe not. So it's like a lot of my things that I really want, like I definitely want to add more Timors. Uh, you know, I want to add, uh, Blue Baron's Racers, a few other things like that. I mean, there's a few things, but nothing really carpet morph-wise that I really want to add. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing when it comes to the, Honestly, man, I am just burnt the fuck out when it comes to this whole carpet morph shit. You know what I mean? I, I really am, man. It just has, like, burnt me to, like... I mean, I still love what I got and what I work with, but this whole, yeah. like... The fuck? Uh, it's just it's just ridiculous man it's like every day it's some kind of battle about this shit and i'm just like you know what if i was doing coastals jungles inland yeah. and uh you know uh ijs I, who would give a shit they would just go by how pretty my snake is oh yeah that's a really nice snake all right it's 300 bucks oh okay you know oh you want this one that's super nice it's 500 bucks you know what i mean and that's it mm-hmm. And, and nobody's going to say shit. And I'm not going to have to hear somebody, you know, chiming in or whatever. I don't know, man. It's just like, it's just really kind of, you know, you're talking about a bad reptile weekend, but just like every time. And I've been like trying to lay off of Facebook as much as possible and just kind of do my own thing and not really worry about what's going on. But it's hard when you do the show because you kind of have to kind of keep up with shit and whatnot. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, Dude, I, I'm just so tired of the, you know, you know, we've talked about it endlessly, but, you know, just like I'm in this camp, so you're an asshole. And if you, you know, even if you say something that's right, you're still an asshole. And it's just, it's ridiculous, you know? So I don't know. That's really why for me, I've sort of, um, sort of been toying with the idea so a couple things like for me personally my life is only going to get busier because i just got a promotion um Mm -hmm. i'm going to be opening up a new store um which means you know you know for a while it's going to be pretty intense for me um and for a while i'm going to be running my store and getting the new store ready so you know time is going to be uh not what it used to be and um I just think like sometimes when I have the size collection that I do, like I'm not really enjoying it the way I want to, Right. you know? And, um, I don't know. It's like, it's like, you know, I always, I've always battled with this and you know, this It's like, do I, do I just buckle up and get cages and just like, you know, figure out what I can fit and that's it. And then go from there. Um, or do I keep going with the racks and it's, you know, I don't think the snakes care either way personally, but you know, I want that enjoyment of walking into my reptile room and uh, you know, just like, 
just like checking things out and looking at stuff just in the cage and just, you know what I mean? Just chilling out and stuff. I do. It's kind I, mean, of like, I, I enjoy, I enjoy my cages way better and I actually want to redo my racks and, uh, um, so that I can get the more open racks so I can see inside them. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not bashing any, I'm not, I'm not on yeah. this, like a bash morph kicks or I'm getting out of morphs or whatever. Um, but, uh, I just, I just can't deal with the people side of it, I guess anymore. It's just very frustrating. Just like what it's become. And, you know, I swore that the reason why I joined this community was because, you know, the idea was is that we weren't going to be like the way that ball pythons went. And sure shit, man, we sure did. You oh, know what course. I mean? <laughs> and oh, why? Yeah. It's, it's, it's because of a mutated gene has made us mutated in the brain. So it's like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's just, it's very frustrating to me. Um, but, yeah. uh, but you know, there's species I want to add. Like um, I was, I fell in love with um, the Western blackheads uh, that Dave had at, at Tinley, and um, they're just amazing. And you know, I would love yeah, to work are. with them. You know, I still have to uh, finally pair up my Walmas. I know another another snake that really doesn't get a whole lot of love. Um, you know, but uh, I enjoy them a lot. I love them. I think they're beautiful. I, I just, I really dig them. Uh, they got a lot of personality. Uh, you know, as crazy as it sounds, like my Queensland water python that I didn't think that I, I mean, we talked about that last week when Justin was on, but as much as I didn't think that I would like it, it would just be boring. But it's freaking cool, man, because it's like something different in the room, and you're like, wow, this is cool. And you, you like, it's completely different. The olive pythons, they're, they're freaking incredible. Um, I love them. Uh, I mean, you know, I got turned on to them from you by going over and seeing yeah. yours. And it was just like, holy shit, you know, these are really cool snakes, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm enjoying them. Um, another one that doesn't get any love, Antaresia. Those snakes are freaking no. cool as well. You know what I mean? And it's just like nobody, I shouldn't say nobody cares because there's people out there that care, but, well, you know, but we, just, we had that, we had that joke where it's like, oh man, you know, I might produce, uh, Ten of bars and like what was it? The Nick said he goes, oh me and like three other people are really gonna care. And I'm like, oh, it's nice. <laughs> it's like that's it, it. It's like it. That's the thing. It's like, uh, but at that point, if if it's if it's an animal that like yeah, me and three other people are really gonna care, I'm not breeding it for the eighty or something or however many people there are that don't give a damn because I'm breeding it for me. Because right. I am one of the people that care about it. Like, if I produce gold face white lips, um, I'm not breeding it for you guys. That is mine. <laughs> like, you know, that is – yeah. I'll probably sell them to you, but I'm not doing that for any well, kind of other purpose other than to do it. I know. Yeah, and that's – used to God damn, they would just make babies. But it's like yeah. – Yeah, so I don't know. I guess my, my – you know, my my theme has always been Australian pythons. Um and uh, I'll probably stick with that and, uh, you know, and, and probably just, uh, you know, kind of, kind of go with that type of theme. You know, I was talking to you the other day about uh, getting something. So I have, I have an idea of doing like a couple display animals. 
Um, and uh, I was thinking about getting a pair of Ackies, you know, again, mm, not, not, necess- not necessarily to breed. I mean, I, lo- I love monitors, but I, dude, I'm not messing around with something that's, you know, something that's You don't big. want a croc monitor? No. <laughs> Why not? No. It's just a velociraptor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's like, nah, I don't want to mess with that. And then, you know, I've always been sort of attracted to those guys and thought that they were pretty neat. So, uh, you know, I, I thought that that would be something that I could add, um, <laughs> get a chameleon. I don't know. Chameleons. Yeah. Bill said, get a chameleon, but chameleons really yeah, don't chameleons, do it for me. I don't chameleons know. I also before. Be like, but with chameleons, like it's doing a great job. Oh, but it's black. It's dead. It's like, oh, that happened. It's like, you know, it, I, I imagine chameleons are about as fragile as other animals. Now, I could be completely wrong because I've never kept chameleons before. And it's kind of like the chondro thing where it's like, yeah, they were fragile when people didn't know what the hell they were doing. But no. <laughs> so. Yeah, even with like chondros, you know, I know that, uh, I mean, one thing I can't wait to see when we go down there is I can't wait to see the sickness in person. Holy shit, that's going to be off the we off the hook. I mean, steal him. <laughs> I just want to see him and take a picture with him. But uh, steal him is what you mean. No, no, but see, like as much as I like looking at those, like for me, when it comes to chondros, I since I can't have my Cape Yorks. I would go with Meraki's. Um, yeah, well, I just, I just love them. What I've kind of, what kind of, I've kind of gotten now with chondros is like chondros are like your friend that has like the six dogs that are all like really energetic Labradors. They're really fun to go over and play with. But then guess what? I leave and I don't have to worry about these six energetic Labradors. They're someone else's problem. So it's like chondros are now like they're really cool to go over and check out another people's collection and then they can deal with them and I leave. So it's like how, you know, I deal with Andrew's monitors and stuff. It's a fun day. You go over, you can check out all the iguanas and all his monitors, but then I don't have to worry about changing the waters on a lizard that's like the size of my dog. So, yeah. Yeah. I, and, you know, I know that lizards are a little more, so I'm kind of in the research and stages of that anyway, but like, you know, I was telling you, uh, I got, I got a list of about, uh, so far it's about 10 snakes that, um, that are probably going to be getting, uh, the boot and they're beautiful snakes. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just, I, I just can't have doubles and triples and all this yeah. stuff. Like yeah, it's a terrible sh- game. So my, do I, Come over with a shopping cart, or do I do labels? <laughs> yeah, we'll just do the labels. Yeah, right, we'll like the, labels. the striped bread lie, like that's gotta go. My zebra head imagine, granite, that's gotta go. I imagine it's like if you ever watched like those old like grocery store game shows and like you know TV, mm-hmm. where like they're running down the halls with the cart and just throwing things in and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's me at your house. It's like go and start like. <laughs> Throwing snakes in the cart and running. I'll take this. Yeah. And I'll take this and this and this and some of these and this whole rack. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm enjoying uh, my uh, my uh, southern scrubs uh, again since I can't have king horn eye. Uh, I go with uh, Meraki scrubs. Uh, they're pretty uh, pretty badass. Uh, and they're pretty chill, believe it or not. 
By the way, speaking of which, did you happen yes. to see Dan's um, DM Exotics video uh, when he was over there at the farm? You were talking no. about Timor pythons, but uh, he's over there and he's getting some, so you might want to uh, send him a message. I like me a good Timor. Also, uh, those white lips. He also had those. Um, you know what else he had? Well, Which uh, I never are... saw. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, well, no. Go I ahead. Mean... There are certain things that I'm not allowed to comment on in the white lip uh, area. Not yet, at least. Okay. All righty then. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Next. Uh, uh, you know the uh, the one snake that he has that uh, I think he's trying to get permits to bring him in, and I think he said this was the first year that they were allowed allowing them in. Dragon okay. snakes. Yes. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Ah, the dragon rat snakes. Have you seen them before? Um, yeah. Like pictures. Not in, in pictures, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, they pretty are, badass. They are gorgeous. And they're so cool. Like, they kind of come close to file snakes. With, with like, oh, it, It's almost like armor plating on a snake. And I, and I think... That's something that I may need to come to grips with is that somehow I like the snake that has like armor on it because like I like the chondro, I like the like the rough scales, and I like the dragon rat snake. So I, I'll deal with this later. But they are so cool and they're so long. The one thing that kind of freaks me out is they always seem very very skinny or thin, almost like they're a very thin bodied tree dwelling snake. So I don't know what's going on with that. I've never seen like a larger, fatter one, but they are super long and super cool looking. So if they start coming in, first off, I'm going to be so worried. I'd be too worried to own them because I wouldn't know what I wouldn't want to kill like the first batch of dragon rat snakes to ever come into the country. Like I would hope that God they would go to someplace like I don't know the reptile gardens or various other zoos and or larger reptile facilities that could properly establish a captive breeding population. And then I'll dive in later, but I would be thrilled if there was some way to set up a captive population here in the U S great. So. Yeah, that would, uh, that would be pretty, pretty awesome for sure. Um, They're really cool snakes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I can't remember what else he had on that video. He has some monitors and stuff on there, but uh, you know, Dan, he always has the yeah. odd stuff uh that uh even even if uh it's not something that you would necessarily uh work with, um but uh it's still cool to see, you know what I mean? So uh it's pretty yeah. awesome. It's very cool. So yeah. I, I kinda of hope he has success there. I did want to hit on this question. Uh, what time is it? It's 10. Okay. I did want to hit on this question uh, we got from uh, Lee Smith. And uh, he's got uh, he's got a question about uh, an albino. Okay. So it's, uh, hey, Eric, I hope uh, all's well. I have a quick question for you. My female albino carpet, which hatched in June of 2016, I got her in January of 2017. Uh, she was 115 uh, grams uh, on arrival. Now she's about 160. I took 
her a while to get eating. She took her first meal on 2-11-17. She ate six times consecutively but has refused her last three meals. Mm. I only fed her rat fuzzies and pups. I'm concerned that she's a little undersized and was wondering if I should offer a mouse or just wait her out until she takes a rat again. Any thoughts? Well, rat fuzzies and rat pups, I mean, first off, everybody has their own definitions of pups, fuzzies, crap like that. So I would want to know if we've got some bone density in there and stuff like that, because the nutritional value of a pinky or something like that, or even a, a pup is not that high. So, you know, if we're talking like a little bit bigger, then we, that would be better. But if she's going to take a mouse, I'd let her have a mouse. If you're this concerned, it's not really going to kill you to have to either transition her back or even fight with her for a little bit. I know albinos can be a complete bastard when it comes to food wise, but coming from my experiences with ghost, I'm just happy he's eating. So I will feed him whatever he wants. Now ghost is a boy and I can get him the breeding size on mice. Females are going to be a little bit tougher for you, but it's almost like, she hasn't gained that much and you could probably still keep fighting with her, but it's going to kind of either end in a stalemate or you're going to, she's not really going to be gaining weight for a while until she finally comes around. So it's either time to start with some tips and tricks on how to get her eating a little bit better or just give her some mice. So I will say this and uh, I messaged him uh, Lee earlier to kind of give him a, a kind of an answer. Um, but yeah. um, I, I'm kind of with, I would first say that I'm kind of with you that as personally, I, I feed the snake what they're going to eat. I'd rather have the snake yeah. eat and um, not have Things to go from there. Yeah. Not have to worry about, uh, uh, about, uh, about that. But I, I, if the snake is eating and you're getting it, I mean, if the snake doesn't eat for three weeks to me, I don't know that. And that's just, it's just me. I, I wouldn't think that it was, um, the end of, uh, the end of anything, or I wouldn't be, uh, worried about that at all. But, um, I, uh, I, I, I can say that I've hatched out what, five clutches of albinos, all different kinds. They're all crosses. Um, and they were very, very hard to get going. Um, right. But I remember uh, one of uh, the guys from Australia had messaged me and said that uh, he never has any issues getting, uh, sorry, getting, um, getting his stuff to get going, but he also keeps his Darwin's, um, uh, an albino stuff a little bit on the, uh, the hot spots, a little warmer. Right. Um, so, uh, that could be a reason. Maybe we're not, not giving them, uh, enough heat that they can heat up just, you know, to get them go going, so to speak. But, um, I don't know. That would be a, that would be something that I would, uh, say to look at, maybe check that out and see. But again, I don't know. I've never heard, uh, you know, I mean, not a lot, ton of people are working with Darwin's for a long period of time that they, you could really say this, but I've never really heard of any, uh, 
carpets really being fussy when it comes to food other than jungles and IJs. Like when you put them, when you give them a mouse, then they won't switch back. Right. I mean, that's just what I've heard um, and experienced. I've never really had that problem at all, but my snakes are probably hungry, so they don't give a shit. They're just going to eat. So Yeah, I, mean, I, that's, I would agree with that. You know, so that's something cool. you can think about as well. I mean, if you're feeding them every week, not that that's necessarily bad, but um, it's not what they're going to get in the wild. Um, they may, you know, they may go where uh, they may go three months without eating. And then all of a sudden they're eating every day. Um, so it's kind of like, you know what I mean? That they take it when they can get it. They're ambush predators and that's kind of how, that, how they work. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I've just found that the way that I've been doing it, I never have any real issues when it comes to uh, to getting them going. So, well, I and I'll agree that I've had I had more issues with things when I fed on a weekly basis, like every seven days, something like that. And now that I kind of had to do it, not maybe every seven, maybe every eight, nine, sometimes even ten, kind of a more varied basis. Uh, I don't have the same problems. It's like I can, if I'm low on rats, I can feed a mouse. And then by the time I go around and feed the next time, they'll eat the rat. So it's like, eh, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That would be my answer to that. I would, I would just be patient. And uh, if you're really worried about it, I would switch. Um, if you want to experiment, you can always try, uh, trying to give them a, a little, more heat on the hot spot. Um, I, I would say that uh, maybe I'm wrong, but would you say that the average hot spot is, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, 84, maybe 85. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'd say 84. Okay. So that's kind of like where my stuff is. Is that too cold? Is that too warm? I don't know. But I think for them in particular, Darwin's, uh, you know, it's as high as 90 for the hot spot. You know, the ambient really doesn't change, but the, the hot spot, like 90 degrees, it's pretty hot up there, I would yeah. think, you know. But you can also gain that, just that small degree of raising the temperature by keeping the Darwin's up high in the room. If you wanted to do that, I mean, there, there, there's various ways to kind of achieve that without having to really mess with it too badly. But um, it's something to consider, and it's something that could affect Darwin's and something to toy around with. So I wouldn't be too concerned about switching, about getting the Darwin just to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would just get it on mice, and I wouldn't really care. And then fiddle with the temps, kind of mess with some stuff, and then try to transition it over to rats later but you know obviously what kind of seems to be the main concern is that the there's not a lot of weight gain here so you kind of want to improve that a little bit so start feeding the mice and then after a couple months or two then give it a shot yeah i i was going to ask you about this i mean i saw some post on a i don't even know where i saw it today saw something and they were talking about power feeding and and they were power feeding now this is ball python stuff but um 
They were feeding the, every five days a week, feeding mm. it at a rat. Yep. Holy shit, man. Oh, I know. I know. There was and, and there was a consensus that you couldn't power feed a baby python or boa because their metabolism is so extreme that they end up just growing and burning it all out. You just got to know when to cut it off. And then they'll be fine. I'm like, you're shaving years off that animal's life. Years off that animal's life. So the general idea is you power fed the animal like the first year and a half of its life. Food every every day, every other day, something like that. And then when they're about a year old, if they're a boy, they're going to breed. Um, if they're a girl, you kind of back it down a little bit, but you keep kind of power feeding them. And then eventually you'll get to the same, the right weight, and they could possibly breed at uh, two and a half, three years old. That was the whole general idea for all this stuff. So the weird thing is that obviously, you know, you're like I said, you're, the animals are not healthy. It's not good. And people don't just say power feeding is just a snake thing. I've heard people power feed with monitors. I've heard people power feed with pretty much anything they want to try to get up to a breeding size or breeding age as fast as humanly possible. Um, And that's bad because you might get, you might get the clutch out of the female, but there's a pretty good shot that she's not going to make it afterwards. And a big fat boy, if you don't do it right, uh, he's not going to breed anyway. So. Yeah. And it won't live that long either. You know? Exactly. It'll be dead soon. So right. it's it kind of is like, a, do you really not care about the animal that much that you like are just going to shove food down its throat? It's, yeah, I, I don't like it at all. Well, I used I think to feed that's... twice a week when I was young and stupid. So Twice? Really? Wow. Yep. Twice a week. I fed on Wednesdays and Sundays, which is why my first batch of carpets were all fat never bred and have all passed on so right yeah. yeah i mean that's that's something you got to think about you know i mean it kind of works just like the way we work i mean if you're mm-hmm. fat and overweight you're probably not a good breeder and you're probably not in the best of health either you know what i mean so but who uh, wouldn't want pizza every day uh yeah it'd probably be delicious <laughs> You had to go so, pizza, didn't you? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed it. that, did you? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You're hoping that I was going to ignore it, but I couldn't. I, didn't, I did not. I didn't say anything. I just threw it out there. So, you know. I'll I'll tell this story real quick, and it it has nothing to do with uh, snakes or anything, snakes but it's pretty all, funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'll give the the quick quick recap. So, my blood pressure was real high, right? And my dad had a heart attack when he was 50 and I'm 43. So I'm kind of getting close to that age. And when I went to the doctors, this was the first time that they ever told me that I had high blood pressure. So Mm -hmm. doctor's first response was to say, here, take a pill. And I'm like, hold on a second. I'm sitting here and I'm way overweight. And you're telling me to take a pill, not to lose weight. I'm like, I just don't understand why the answer to everything is to take a pill. I was like, no, I think I said, do you think that if I lose weight and I start working out again and and eat better, that um, 
that I can lower my blood pressure. He's like, yeah, there's a good possibility that you uh, will lower your blood pressure, but uh, you know, because it's a history in your family, that may be something that you may have to take some kind of pill. I said, well, wouldn't the better route be to send me to a nutritionist and sort of get me in this, uh, this mindset of uh, trying to, you know, clean up my diet, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so sure enough that, you know, that, that goes on and uh, I get this thing and basically, you know, and, and it's crazy because, because I work in the food industry, I understand how like things are bad and how they're marketed and, you know, but what's crazy is, is that knowing that knowledge that maybe the average consumer doesn't know, like just because it says natural on it, all they have to do is throw some natural ingredients in it. And then they call it natural where it's really not natural because it's loaded with mm-hmm. sugar and all that stuff. So you're going and buying a box of cereal that says natural cereal. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm eating healthy. This is natural cereal. Ah, wrong. Box. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh so I, I start this diet and I go on this diet and um, it's basically you're cutting out sugar and, and that's the extent of the diet. So my one downfall, one thing that I crave is pizza. So I think I'm at maybe day three or whatever it was. And like, I'm just, I'm really like coming off of the, the, the sugar detox and like I'm, I'm miserable as hell. And the one thing that I'm craving is just the pizza. And my wife comes home with a bag of wings and I'm like, okay, so I'm not really a wing guy. So yeah, so I, I could, I, I, I could go past this. So I was like, all right, if you're going to get wings, get me uh get me a salad with some grilled chicken. So, you know, I get the salad grilled chicken and it's freaking dry. Cause I don't have no dressing on it. And honestly, dude, it just, it tasted horrible. It tasted like shit, you know? So my wife comes in, not only with the wings, but with pizza. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Are you serious? I was like, you know that this is like uh, a make or break week for me. And you're going to come home with pizza. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking. I just, you know, da, 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 da. But uh, I withstood it. I withstood it because, you know, it, I just, it is what it is. But, you know, oh, my God, was I pissed. I ended up going to bed at like 7 o'clock because I couldn't stand like – the box is sitting there and later on at the, in the night. Um, so that they said that, uh, if I get, so one of my problems is that I would eat late at night. And if I get any kind of like cravings to eat, just eat a couple cucumbers. So I go into the kitchen and she's on her phone with her back turned to me and I start chomping on a cucumber. And she thought that, uh, it was, um, it was me eating a pizza out of the pizza box. And she turns around and just slaps the shit out of my hand. She's like, don't do it. And I'm like, don't it's do just it. a cucumber. You've got so, <laughs> so much to live for. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, so that took a lot of willpower. So, yeah, yeah I told I you that story yesterday. And I'm like, dude, the one thing I'm craving is just pizza. I can't, you know, on, you get like a cheat day and you can have like a small something or whatever. So, uh, on Mother's Day is when I transition to the next day, so I can have a pizza pizza on on Mother's Day. But I'm probably at this point, be showing up on time. Yeah, so. <laughs> but at this point, I probably won't even like. You know what I mean? It will be like, uh, oh, I think I'm gonna, gonna eat the whole pizza. From the and, um, yeah, yeah, I'll be like, eat one. I'll be like, oh my god, I'm never doing that, that again. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Uh, but. Wow. Uh, 
So yeah, that's my uh, off-topic story. Um, we got a, it's like stories. ten thirty. Uh, we'll probably cut this a little short tonight because uh, we got a lot. What we to got do. going on? Yeah, Don't worry, everybody. We, we will definitely document as well as uh, <laughs> definitely document with pictures, maybe even small videos, the entire travel of you know NPR venturing to Texas. So that later on this week. Yeah, we can do that whole Facebook Live now and stuff, right? Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I regret yes. saying anything. So. Oh, yes. Hashtag Sharpie. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Uh, all right, I'm going to – we're flying, so I can't threaten to bring a gun. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it should be, uh, should be awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, we hit on the, uh, the questions and whatnot. I kind of talked to you about my, uh, you know, changing your mind and stuff. I mean, do you go through that a lot? Do you switch, switch, switch and say, oh shit, I should be doing this. Oh, why'd I I, get rid of that? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I haven't in the past year or so, two years probably, but you got to remember when, when we started this thing, I had nothing but coastals. Um, I didn't even have any colubrids. I think maybe I had two. Uh, and then I ended up halfway through the show for a season or something. I had a ton of king snakes, corn snakes, bull snakes, and I got rid of them all. And was just all about the pythons and stuff. And then now, what am I doing right now? I'm picking up king snakes, corn snakes, pine snakes beauty snakes i'm trying to get back into the colubrid so i haven't really done it a lot with the core species like carpet pythons but you know uh i tried the chondro thing i hate scrubs with every fiber of my being um but it's like other animals the staple animals uh will never go away certain liasses projects the white lips the carpet pythons um, and now I've pretty much made the colubrids a staple because I'm not going to let them go anymore because I would much rather have them and have the easier to breed animals that are good to sell at snake shows. So I'm looking forward to them. Uh, but yeah, changing your mind, it, it happens all the time. I've seen Andrew does it all the time. You know, he had croc monitors and he, decided to dabble in some Nile monitors. He had ornate monitors. And just a lot of times it's the, you try the species, you fall in love with the species, then you kind of get either overwhelmed or you kind of fall out of love with the species and you ditch them. And then you kind of have that moment where the species might come back around for you or somebody might give you one or drop one off. And you're like, why the hell did I get rid of these things? And then a month later you'd be like, that's why get the hell out. So, you know, it's, it it can definitely happen. It's one of those things. So, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's just like holy shit, man. It's such a it's such well, a thing where also, you're like, go ahead. You know, with a collection like yours, there's a lot of overlap, and I think you realize that, and are kind of like, why do I need this? I have this and this, so. 
Yeah, I have het stuff when I have visual stuff. You know, I was telling you yesterday, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, my car, I, basically my, gra- my caramel granite projects, projects, you know, for the longest time I had uh, zebra head granite and it's just like, okay, well, now I have a granite zebra. So why do I need that? Why do I need you guys? Yeah. And that's, yeah. That, that's something you should really think about. I mean, a lot of times I have it with the, um, with my guys, like right now, uh, I have a holdback Tiger Jag, uh, from Echo and mm-hmm. he's an okay Tiger Jag, but then I have one from Echo's last clutch, who is a phenomenal Tiger Jag. So unfortunately the older brother's time in the collection is very limited. So he's here, but he's only here until his younger brother gets older and then it's like all right the little guy is now bigger he's you know getting close to breeding age you were a very good male to have around here just in case i needed you but get out so i mean that's something you also got to think about so yeah yeah for sure and you know i just want to get to the point like i don't do this for a living yep you know what i mean and maybe one day when I retire, I would, or who knows. But the thing of it is, is like, I want to get to the point where I enjoy, enjoy it again. I look at some people like, you know, uh, just like think of John Battaglia, like his collection. I was is, about to bring him small. up. <laughs> yeah, he's got a small collection, but it's like super top notch, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he's got and, like prime and animals. And he doesn't do, we met him for the first time at Tinley. I mean, like. How can we go that long without meeting him? It's like, you know, you'd figure he'd be one of the first people, but yeah, he just does think, his own thing. Jay McClear just does his own thing. He didn't give two shits. Yeah, you know? and it's it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, I don't know, like when you hear, I think, I guess it's just the way that John, you know, I guess it's because it was his animals. His animals were just top, not, and he's an awesome guy, but yeah. the the... The part about his animals, it was like, okay, well, you know, I may not have all of this, but, you know, he was still somebody in the Carbopython world. So it's like when I was just getting into it, maybe this is good to say this because people that might be getting in and and thinking about, like, you know, what they want to do or whatever. If you're doing it for a living, it's a totally different way of thinking. But if you're doing it just as a hobby, you know, you got to really like think about your time and, and how much time you can dedicate to taking care of those animals. And I think in my mind, when I was just coming in, it was like, okay, well, not only was I like super excited about everything and wanted everything, you know, I just wanted everything. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I would need that. Oh, that's cool. I want that. You know, and I'm sure everybody goes through that phase, but it was just kind of like, um, you know, I thought that that was the only way to sort of get noticed. And that really wasn't the way to do it. I even like, remember, I mean, Luke Snell, he's kind of out of it. And some of the newer people may not even have know that name, but you know, Luke Snell had a modest size collection. It was, it was a decent size. It wasn't like crazy. It was. Probably, it was a little smaller than what you have, Owen, you know, like he wasn't quite as big as you, but um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he de- definitely had like, the top-notch IJs out there. I mean, he was the IJ guy, as far as I was concerned. You know, there was Yasser, 
But then there was guys like Luke, and Luke just had the just the best of the best when it comes to uh, to IJs, and he had Conjures and other stuff. But man, he just he really like uh, you know fine tuned what he was working with, and like why he picked this animal to pair with this animal in particular, and like right, just but- really thought about it you know even luke did some trimming down i mean when he was still working on the items remember he had that uh that bumblebee tuna stuff that he decided to let go because he needed to make more room for that stuff so yeah it happens in every collection it really does so and dude i had a ton of carpets at one point that i had no idea where they came from when all that fun stuff i got rid of those it's it happens Slimming down is something that I think we all have to do in order to keep ourselves sane. Because like you said, this is a hobby. So you need to understand, well, for you, it's a hobby. For most people, it's a hobby. You need to, need to understand how much time and how much money you're willing to put into this hobby. Now, you also need to make sure you enjoy the hobby and you can't go snake broke. Too many people that consider themselves hobbyists burn so much money on animals. That yeah, it, it, you don't ever want to put yourself in a financially bad situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the 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 saying, old saying, is that if you build a better mousetrap, the world will pave a road to your door. So, if you can afford only a few really good-looking animals, as long as you stick with them and produce some other really good-looking animals out of your like four animals. People are going to find you. People are going to notice you. If you treat people right, you stick by your animals, you stick to your guns, you do everything you're supposed to do. If not, then yeah, you're going to fall by the wayside. But you also don't need to go out and make a huge splash by buying thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of stuff. There are other ways. You start yeah. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's just, I guess, one of those things that um, you you know, you, people try to tell you when you're coming in, mm-hmm. but I think of, um, but you don't listen, you know, you're stubborn. Uh, no, no, I'm no going to be different, you know, but um, I think the, uh, the one thing that I think about is like, um, you know, and I'll just use, I'll just use this as an example, but like, you know, in the, in the early days of, of like ball python morph stuff, you know, there was, you couldn't, you couldn't afford to work with all these different things and stuff. So, you know, you would pick, you would pick a project and that's what you would work. And the guys that were successful were the guys that stuck with it, you know, but the guys that were like, Oh, they, they keep chasing every, everything. So like, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, this came out. I got to go get this. Oh, this came out. I got to go get this. Oh man, this came out. I got to go get that. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, uh, you know, other people that are just sort of like they're staying focused on what they're doing. Now they're getting attention because they stayed focused and they had the uh, right the the uh, the mindset to sort of stick to their guns and and just keep plugging along. And what happens is is that you get in you get this thing that's called snake money. Once you start yeah. selling snakes, right? And then you can sell to different people and whatnot. Then you get this, uh, you get this little fun going, and and then you can sort of go out and buy what you want. And you're not really tapping into your own personal uh, finances. And yeah, you know that that is the cool thing about the hobby is like you can do this as a hobby, and 
you could still make enough money to where it's not really taking anything out of pocket. You know, maybe you if buy you, sell some snakes to pay for food. Stuff if, like that. if you do it correctly. Yeah. And it's a big if. And I mean, like sometimes, and what people also got to do is they got to realize things are not, are never going to go the way you expect them to. And that's not a good, you don't ever want to bank on that. Um, I bought, all my cages in one fell swoop cages, computer systems, and heat panels. Mm-hmm. When I had a full incubator and sat there and said, you know what? The caramel tigers are going to hatch and I'm going to keep one and then I'm going to sell the rest and I'm going to be able to clear all this other crap. Like all I'm going to be able to throw all the money at these cages and I'm pay off like half of them before June. It's going to be great. I hatched one caramel tiger. It was a girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's what happens. And sure. you can't think like that because you're, gonna, you're just going to get screwed. And, of course, now the older guys will tell you, hey, man, I used to go to my bank and say, I want a loan for a pair of Jaguars when they were about ten grand each. And the bank gave me that loan. That is never going to happen. So not in this day and age. But <laughs> they will laugh you out of that bank. But it's like. Some people are like, you throw, that's when you throw the snake on the credit card. You could very easily, as a new keeper, get totally overwhelmed with buying animals and buying supplies on a credit card that could wreck you for years. Yeah. It, you don't have to be the, you don't have to have every single morph and be the best of all the carpet people. You can just be the best of insert animal there. So, just I mean, be the best. You know. Be the best at being you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's have your that's, collection. Yeah. And do what you want. That is if you if you still enjoy it, every morph that you're pining for, that is thousands upon thousands of dollars, in a couple of years, there are always going to be more snakes. And in a couple of years, the better looking animals are going to be cheaper because people have bred the hell out of them refine the morph and then everybody has to so the prices drop to the basement so wait a few years you'll get it anyway so <laughs> yeah that's what i'm doing with rough scales i'm waiting until it's like <gasps> 300 bucks <laughs> that's sacrilege and yeah you know if they're 300 bucks i'll buy four more so. <laughs> yeah but uh no i mean yeah that's kind of that's i don't know that's kind of where my mind's at you know i'm i'm excited about this weekend I'm hoping that it's uh I need a vacation, a, so it's a refresh. No. Yeah, I know, me too. Like yeah. you can't believe. Um you know, just some time away to relax and chill and you know, and, and get excited about you know, I'm 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 excited to uh to get around people that are gonna get me excited. You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. they're gonna their their passion is gonna flow and I'm gonna feel it and it's gonna be all zen and shit, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I was waiting. I'm, I paused. <laughs> I'm going to get drunk the second we get on the plane and then it'll just be like 48 hours of hammered. So that's a good way to go. You know, no, it's not um, at all. And I would never recommend it, but so, but you are Scottish showing, so you can thank do you. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I guess that's uh, – what do you think? You want to wrap it up? You want to – what do you, you – got I anything think else? So. Yeah. I got okay. nothing. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll close uh, it down today, and then we'll be back 
with like what next week we're going to do the post carpet fest show which we should have a ton of cool stories and pictures and random debauchery so yeah that'll be fun um tell you how it went if you couldn't go uh maybe we'll try to do some uh facebook live stuff or something while we're down there and checking out oh, stuff and god talking yeah, what to a, people you, why don't you ever learn if we do a show on location at a place where we've been drinking it, the show never goes well. So, I mean, do you remember ICAST? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you Certain own part? parts of it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Certain parts, you know. Maybe. There, there was that part when we had to wake up in the morning and a tannin bar was uh, snapping at us. But uh, Right, there we, was that. Yeah, we're, we're trying to find coffee and some food and couldn't find it. And Oh, man, it was, yeah. It's a good time, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Fun. Um, <laughs> all right. So, okay, so just uh, one last time. Uh, we'll put the plug in. Um, Southern Carpet Fest is this Saturday, April 29th. It's in Arlington, Texas. If you're around the area uh, or what the heck, maybe you want to jump on a plane and come down, uh, contact Bill Stiegel uh, to find out, uh, you know, um, more details. Uh, you can also contact Evan Browder. Uh, he can hook you up with some details as well. Also, they still have uh, some shirts. So if you contact Austin Warwick, uh, he'll be able to hook you up with some um, of what he has left. And I think after they get done paying for the shirts, then everything on the top goes to U.S. Arc, which is, uh, nice. which is awesome. So, so there's that, uh, you know, once we get back from that carpet fest, we'll go full, uh, balls to the wall, yep. get the shirts going, all that kind of stuff. So look forward to that. Uh, also, I'm just going to throw it out there. Remember, we're going to be doing the, um, uh, calendar contest early. So that's going to be right after the Northeast carpet fest. Uh, that we're going to start taking uh, submissions for pictures and such. That way we can all tie it together and everybody gets their calendar way before uh, January. And uh, hopefully we'll have some for sale in Tinley in October. Um, and cool. as far as Morelia Python Radio, you can check out our website, moreliapythonradio.com. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, it's uh, the email is info at moreliapythonradio.com. Questions, comments, suggestions. Uh, somebody sent me a thing the other day about doing a BOA show. Um, I know how much you love BOAs, Owen. Shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll see if we can make that happen. Uh, I don't really know much about BOAs, but uh, hey, man, we'll do our best. Do a crocodile show. Hey, yeah. Um, and uh, Murray Python Radio is on Facebook. We have a page, uh, and uh, we also are on Twitter. So if you follow us there, you can get updates on what we're doing and whatnot. Uh, as far as myself, uh, ebmurray.com. Man, I haven't had a chance to take a picture, to update a website, <laughs> to update anything. It's horrible, man. It really is. It really sucks. <laughs> Um, I know, I feel you. I'm the same so way. So, hopefully, uh, 
hopefully once maybe things settle down a bit and I get a refresh from this weekend, uh, I'll be able to jump back on that. Um, you know, I'm just trying to get the house ready for carpet fest and stuff here. So, uh, a lot of, uh, that's important goal. Spare yeah. time is spent, uh, working on, uh, you know, on fire pits. Yeah. Burke manor over here. At, Burke uh, manor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, my email, uh, email for, uh, EB Morelia is Eric at EB I am going to throw this out there. Um, just real quick. Uh, I haven't officially done it yet, but I just like things that are on my list to sell. And most, uh, pretty much all of these are adults, most proven breeders, some right on their way to be, but, uh, I have albino jag, a granite Stop telling people. Head exanic. No. Head top. They don't get tigers. the list. They don't get the list till I get get shut up. Stop telling them. I'm gonna be there Friday. All right. Well, you just wait. I don't think you want this one. Zebra head granite. You're not gonna. No, want no, that, no. They right? can have that one. Uh, I got a huge zebra head granite that. Uh, they can have that I'm gonna. I'm gonna move. So. Uh, I don't know. Just stay tuned. As soon as I can get some pictures and get everything situated and whatnot, uh, I'll probably put them up on my website. Look at it this way. The more I take when I come over is the less shit you have to take a picture of. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good (laughs) point. Yeah. You know, it's funny. On Friday, right? So Mm. I ordered AP racks to match the ones that I got from Matt that I bought from Matt. Yeah. And uh, just fill in the rest of the wall. Now I'm kind of like mad. I'm trying to fill every single hole. Of, I, of my I, I'm going to be that way too. So. <laughs> um, I love that. Anyway, I ordered these two uh, two racks from uh, Animal Plastic, and it's it's what I would say I would keep sub adults in. It's like uh, what would it be a 32 quart tub, I guess. You know. Yeah. You know the ones with the handles that you buy at Target. Anyway, yeah. um, I I completely forgot about it. Because I ordered it so long ago. I, I mean, like, I ordered it last year. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I completely forgot about it. I didn't even know. And I started to think, like, uh, shit. I started to think the other day. I'm like, shit, I guess I got to contact them because maybe they forgot about me. But I know AP is uh, notorious for, for taking uh, a little bit of time uh, to get uh, their stuff to you. Always top notch, yeah. but takes a little bit of time. That's just how it goes. Uh, but, uh, sure enough, guess what day it's coming Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Probably, probably like it, they're going to be dropping it off as we're leaving. Cause we got to leave your place. Like it was at nine 30 was the agreed consensus. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be heading yeah. out around nine 30. So God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so that's what I got for EB Morelli. I'm on uh, Facebook. I have a Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, but, uh, you know, that's where I'm at. That's all cool. I got. Cool. Uh, what I got is to go to rogue-reptiles.com. It is horribly out of date. We know. We're working on it. I'll update it when I get the time. Uh, you can also go to Facebook. Look up uh, Rogue Reptiles on Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, the next show I have is not till October in Tinley Park. So if you want to meet at any of the local shows in eastern Pennsylvania, uh, the Tri-State State, we can probably be arranged. That's the Maryland show, as well as the show in New York, White Plains. Um, that's fine. Uh, as far as babies for sale, 
We have a few left. We haven't really gotten any updated shots because we're kind of waiting for the little ones to hatch soon. So we will let you guys know when we have updated shots, new babies for sale, all that fun stuff. Anyway, that's all we got. That's all we're going to do for today. A little bit of a short episode. Uh, you'll forgive us, though. We're going to have a ton of stuff for you guys on Friday when we head out to Texas. And we have a ton of stuff for you next week when we get back. So join us then for some more Morelia Python Radio. Until then, good night, everybody. <laughs>